The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Welcome to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. And today we're going to be continuing our Emotional Mastery series with a discussion on boredom. And, you know, boredom is one of those emotions that everybody knows what it is, but it's very difficult to describe. And what it, one of the things that I note about boredom is that it affects almost everybody. Everybody from our children to old adults. And, you know, it's one of these emotions that can be mastered. It's one of the emotions that can be dis- transcended, but it takes a lot of focus and it takes a lot of discipline. You know, boredom has been defined as basically a state where an individual, you know, just feels a lack of interest or has difficulty concentrating on what's going on around them. And it can be triggered by a number of things, either lack of information, lack of stimuli, lack of attention, or lack of excitement. You know, one of the things I've noticed about our younger generations is that they are so easily bored. It's it's like they don't know how not to be bored. You know, and it certainly makes sense because due to the fact that it's a computer age and due to the fact that they can get online and, you know, be instantly stimulated, it's very difficult to get them to go outside. And it's very difficult for uh, people to understand that there's more to life than what they're looking at at a computer screen. You know, if you think your life is dull or tedious or, you know, there's nothing to do, then that's going to be your reality. And it's, and it's a reaction to what, how you perceive your environment. Now, boredom isn't necessarily dangerous, like some others, like anger or guilt or shame or some of these other ones that are really, really intense. But boredom is, can be a problem because of the fact that we do things in order to not be bored. And sometimes if you're really, really bored, you may go do things that are ill-advised or, or dangerous. So we ha- when we are in that state where we feel unstimulated, when we're bored, when we don't know what to do, then we have to have some strategies uh, to help transcend that or we may do something we'll regret. 
you know, we learn boredom at an early age because as a child, our parents will look after us. You know, when we're an infant, we're the constantly the center of attention. We're constantly being oohed and odd over, and people always want to pick us up and hold us. We are constantly being stimulated. And as we get past the infant stage, our parents get busy doing something else that, you know, and we feel neglected. So we are unstimulated. And that leads to boredom. You know, boredom, quite frankly, is one of the emotions that it's not that hard to master. It's not that hard to change your boredom as it might be more difficult to change something that's more deeply ingrained and is not so environmentally uh, stimulated. But the part that's hard to understand about boredom is that a lot of times we can be bored and we, we're not aware of the fact that we're bored. In other words, we're just sitting there looking for something to do and we don't even know that we're unstimulated. Boredom is oftentimes learned behavior. And by that, I mean, if we were not encouraged by our parents to go find things to do, if we were not encouraged by our parents to go outside and explore, or we couldn't go outside and explore because it was dangerous uh, environment wherever we lived. So we basically were put up in a room, and if we had a computer, we would go to the computer. If we had books, we'd go to the books or whatever, but eventually, because we were inside all the time, that lack, that began to lack stimulation. So, one of the first things that parents do that leads to boredom is that they try to find things that their children can do without their participation, and that means, in this day and age, computers and computer games. How much supervision did you have growing up over what you watched or did on the internet? Because if you're doing things that are highly stimulating, like computer games or even worse, things that are not socially acceptable, then you're being overstimulated as a child. And, and that leads to its own problems because you can't keep up that level of stimulation. And when you're not at that level of sti stimulation that you want, you're going to translate that. You're going to perceive that as being bored. So, you know, there are strategies to teach our children to help them deal with boredom, to help them deal with their perceived understimulation. But you have to participate in these strategies with the child because if the child is not supervised they're going to go to the lowest common denominator and that's just to sit there and be a, a couch potato you have to encourage children to go outside and play you have to go play with them you have to read with your children you have to encourage their discovery and exploration of life and to find things to do hobbies interests sports anything that will keep them, keep their attention and keep them challenged and keep them stimulated, which will help them to grow mentally, emotionally, and physically. 
one of the biggest problems I've found working with children and working with my own children is that, especially if you have intelligent children, is school. Because public schools and institutional schools are designed to teach to the lowest common denominator. In other words, they have to dumb it down many times in order to try to teach the less intelligence children enough skills, life skills to get by, which is a good idea for those children who don't have the intellectual capacity to be challenged by more difficult subjects. But for the really intelligent children or, or the above average children, that can get boring. Additionally, if the children are not understanding the subject matter, they're going to get bored pretty quickly. So it's kind of a delicate balance between the ability of the teacher to make the subject matter engaging to the children and also teaching to the level of the children's intelligence. So it's a difficult task to keep everybody engaged. Sometimes if things are too easy to understand, then a child is going to get bored because they're sitting there and they've got it. They've, they've understood it from the first five minutes. And because a teacher has to take extra time to explain it to other people, they're going to sit there, they're going to feel unchallenged, and they're going to feel bored. So, the ch- you know, your parents, the parents have to be very involved in this education and ask the children if they feel challenged. They have to ask the children whether or not they feel like the subject matter is uh, intellectually stimulating enough, if whether or not they feel like they're wasting their time. You know, a lot of people go to homeschooling not because of the fact that there's a bad environment in the school, but it's just that their children are so smart that it's difficult to keep the child engaged uh, for the whole period of time. So they take them out of school and, and put them on an accelerated program, or they have to go find a school where the programs are accelerated. They're designed for more intelligence children. So as I said, it's a difficult balance for people to be able to intellectually challenge both the, the smart kids and the people that may be below average. Because either way, their boredom is going to creep in if they're not adequately challenged. And this translates into adult years as well, because if you weren't stimulated in school or in life as a child, you're going to have learned boredom. In other words, that's your default mode is being bored. And it's going to be difficult for you to find something that stimulates you if you've already got that ingrained that whatever it is that you're doing is boring. Now, scientists and research oftentimes are trying to find out why people feel bored or what is going on. And, and what they've discovered is that Boredom is a sign of an underdeveloped right brain. And as we know, the right brain is where imagination, creativity, and entertainment comes in. This is what uh, is where your fantasies come from. It's where your dreams come from. It's where you can sit there in a quiet moment and let your right brain 
just run free. And, and this is where inspiration comes from. This is where imagination comes from. And if your right brain is underdeveloped, if you're not using your right brain, then it's not going to help you to give somebody that's bored uh, art surprise or a musical instrument or a game because their right brain won't know what to do with it. And so, and their left brain will be kind of putting it off because that's not what left brains want. Left brain wants uh, things like logical exercises and puzzles and things that will stimulate the left brain. So you've, if you have a child that's bored, all they're doing is sitting on the couch watching TV, you've got a problem. And the only way that you can deal with that problem is that you need to start stimulating this child at the right brain and start stimulating this child's imagination. Now, there are a couple of ways that you can do that. And the first way you can do that is make a game out of their uh, life. Here's a great example. Teach them how to write with their non-dominant hand. In other words, if they're right-handed, teach them how to write with their left hand and let them write letters or stories or something with their non-dominant hand. And what that does is that stimulates the right side of the brain. If you're left-handed, you'll use your right hand. If, you use, if you're right-handed, you'll use your left hand. You can draw, you can do game shows. You can do pictures with the off-hand so that, you know, it, it'll be fun. Because it's challenging, it's stimulating, it's different, and your child will really have a good time. You know, if <laughs> I hesitate in saying this, but see if your child can use their telephone with their non-dominant hand. In other words, ask them to text with their left hand if they're right-handed. Just try to help them develop their right side of their brain. They, you know, get them to draw pictures with their left hand. Get them to go outside and do things with their left hand that they're used to doing with their right hand. Let them write numbers with their left hand if they're right-handed. Do anything you can to get them to balance their the use of their body. If you can make up a game where they can... Carry. Uh, we used to have this game where you would pick up an egg with a spoon, which is relatively easy with your dominant hand, but it's not so easy with your left hand. You know, let your imagination be your guide and, and retool, reinvent games that may not be that challenging with the right hand, but with the left hand, it can be quite challenging and fun. You know, a lot of times you can... Uh, do things with your opposing hands that is different than anything else. And the key here to, and remember, the goal is to stimulate their brains with fun things to do. You don't need uh, computer games. You don't need anything that might overstimulate them. But have them walk backwards. Talk to them. Find out what it is that, they're lacking in their lives. You know, if they're, if they're sitting around and they're saying, Mom, there's nothing to do, well, make a game out of that. Just get them to go outside. One of the most effective 
ways to reconnect with the earth and reconnect your energy and, and get grounded is to walk barefoot on the grass. And so get them outside, take off their shoes and socks. And if you're near a beach, get them to walk on the sand. If they're near a park, go outside and walk in the park barefoot and, and ask them, how does that feel? What feels differently? Uh, and, and get them to start engaging and finding things to do that aren't boring. And because it's oftentimes repetitive behavior is what causes boredom. So if you could change up the routine, uh, serve them uh, different meals in the morning. You know, a lot of kids get tired of breakfast because they're eating the same thing every morning. So make fun. Um, and be honest with yourself about what is going on in your life, what's going on in your child's life, and going on with the people around you. Tell yourself the truth. Am I bored because I'm just doing the same old thing every day? Or am I bored because I'm in a job that does not stimulate me? Or are you bored because you're in a job you don't want to be in? And a lot of times, being bored is a signal that you're actually has some anxiety, that you're worried about things. And so you can go into that a little bit more deeply. And I, later on in the show, I'm going to give you some strategies about to find out what the underlying causes of boredom on. But, you know, look at your children. If they're bored, why are they bored? Are they bored because you're neglecting them? Are they bored because you're not taking the time to show them how to entertain themselves? You know, one of the things that I've seen some really, really great parents interact with their children, and they'll do things like put on plays, they will do art, they will listen to music, they will teach them how to dance. Uh, I know that I oftentimes would hear somebody say, I'm bored, so I would teach them how to waltz or do some kind of uh, ballroom dancing, which I guarantee you most of the children today don't know how to do, and they absolutely loved it. Because they were stimulated, they were learning something, and many times they were learning something that their friends wouldn't know how to do. And so they could show, they could go out and show their friends something new, how to waltz or how to do some uh, ballroom dancing or the uh, tango or, you know, anything that would get them into a different frame of mind. And now I can guarantee you that if you teach your children how to do something with their non-dominant hand, they're, they're going to go spread this with their other friends, and they're going to instantly become interesting. They're going to gain a certain popularity because they have new things to do. So you're helping your children not only learn how not to be bored, you're helping them be socially interactive. And when they bring new things to the table, people become interested in them. And so the fun thing is that they are not boring. And, I, you know, problem, one of the problems is, is that I see is that all these kids get together and they bore themselves to death. So it's up to us as parents that they can learn how to do something innovative. 
they can think outside the box. You know, give them a piece of cardboard and say, what can you make out of this? Or give them a, something like a piece, uh, like a hole puncher and, and a piece of paper and say, what can you make out of this? And challenge them to challenge each other to make up games. Because a lot of times, if you just put a board game in front of them, the B-O-A-R-D is going to turn into B-O-R-E-D. And so help them rise above and transcend their boredom. Go to a library every week and get a new book or download a Kindle book and read it with them or go to a toy store or a craft store and see what's available out there and spend time with your children because I can promise you that the most valuable thing that you can give your children is your time. It really doesn't matter what you're doing. And the reason that they're bored is because they are concerned that you don't love them because you're not spending any time with them. And now I'm not trying to put a guilt trip on anybody, but you have to be practical about the fact that what are you doing with your child's free time? What are they doing with their free time because if you can teach them at an early age that the world is an exciting place and there's always things to do and there's always things to use your imagination on they will never be bored and the emotion of a of boredom is the start of something worse and one of the reasons that I have been doing this mastery series with the most destructive emotions first is, is they are in an order. And if you're bored, you can sink down lower into worse emotions like anger and uh, other confusion and embarrassment and these other things that become bigger problems later on in life. So let's nip this problem in the bud with your children and teach them how to be interactive, teach them how to be fully engaged, and you will avoid all of these problems with your children later on. Now, if you are bored, the same things apply. If you're bored, sit down and look at all of the things that you're not doing, that you could be doing. Make a list. One, I'm really high on making lists uh, about ways out of a problem. And if you're bored, uh, the first thing you can do is turn off all of the electronics in your house and figure out something else to do. You're probably bored because you're not utilizing your mind. What happens when you come home from work? Do you plop yourself down in front of a TV? Do you plop yourself down in front of a computer? Do you ignore the people in your family? And, you know, so here's an idea. After listening to this show, turn off all of your electronics for an hour and see what happens. You don't need to be online all of the time. You can... Select the times that you can be online, and your friends and family are not going to get upset about that. If, if you have somebody that you have to be in communication with, certainly let them know that you're going uh, 
on a timeout for a little while, but people will respect you if they uh, know that you're doing this for your benefit and their benefit. But you have to start somewhere, and that is at ground zero. Can you go without watching TV for a day or a week or a month? Imagine all the things that you could be doing if you stopped watching TV for a certain amount of time. Imagine all the time you would have with your friends and your loved ones and your children if you stopped watching TV and stopped texting everybody. What if you went to a museum with your kids? What if you went to a park with your kids? Another idea would be, you know, schedule an hour every day for you and your family to get offline and turn off your cell phones, turn off your computers, and just go outside and talk or do something. Ask your children what they want to do. They may surprise you. So when we come back from break, we'll be getting into more ideas about what boredom is and how you can deal with it and how you can use boredom to catapult yourself into an exciting and fulfilling life. This is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics, reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Now there's a new destination for video content, voiceamerica.tv, just like our radio channels and so much more. Voice America Variety, Health and Wellness, Business, Sports, Green Talk, Power Up Motorsports, and 7th Wave Network now have their own video channel components. Plus, check out exclusive programming, including movies, music, educational courses, science and history, current events, and short features. High-definition, premier-quality programs available 24-7, voiceamerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us support. Surprise you. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? The latest business information is made simple with the Voice America Business Network. The professionals in the business world bring you live talk radio shows featuring an array of business topics, strategies for building wealth, sales and marketing, stock trading, investing, and business technology. Voice America business hosts are professionals in their fields and bring to the airwaves weekly business discussions that offer up-to-date information, advice, and education. The Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business talk. Take us on the go. It's even easier now. The Voice America Talk Radio Network has launched our mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market to download the app powered by Aircast. It's free and no registration is necessary. In minutes, you could be enjoying your favorite Voice America Talk Radio host, no matter where you are, in the car, out and about, while traveling, or anytime you can't be close to your computer. Catch up on the archives you've missed or discover new shows on the spot. Search Voice America at your favorite app store. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson. And today we're talking about boredom you know oh my god there's nothing to do do something make stimulate me because i'm bored have you ever heard your kids your friends or your coworkers ever say that i hope not but if you have then just know that a boredom is an emotion that can be mastered boredom is an emotion that can be transcended now there are five different kinds of boredom believe it or not the first kind is indifference, and we all know this one because people who are indifferent are relaxed, they're calm, they don't talk much, they're so bored they don't even care they're bored, and they go through life without a lot of emotion, they're, you know, they're just, sometimes you want to check for a pulse, and indifference is 
probably the most apathetic way to go. And apathy can be very numbing. You, you're not living. You're just kind of existing. So if you're in that kind of a state where you don't care what's going on, you don't care what your life does, and you don't care about anything, be aware that you may be sinking into boredom and you need to do something about it. Then there's apathy, which is more of a, if you've ever seen the movie uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, there was a robot that was the epitome of apathy. He didn't care about anything, and everything. he was the biggest victim in the world, and he couldn't do anything right. And these are apathetic people because they have no ambition. They think that no matter what they do, it's going to turn out wrong. And so they don't do anything, and they're terminally bored. Then they're calibrating people who find that their mind is constantly wandering, and they always want to do something different but they're not really sure what or how they're, they should do. And this oftentimes happens to people who are doing a lot of repetitive tasks, and they want to reduce the boredom of their repetitive task, but they don't know what to do. Then there are people who are reactively bored. These people have a lot of negative emotions. They're restless. They're aggressive. And these are the kind of people that if you take their computer games away from them, they get very, very upset because they're almost passive-aggressive bored. And then there's the searching boredom, and these are the people that, you know, it's even worse than the reactive boredom because they're looking on ways to end the boredom and not in a positive way. So... It kind of going from most positive to the most negative. Just be aware that there are levels of boredom. And if you're so bored that you're looking for ways to end the boredom that are negative, you may want to find uh, counseling or somebody that can help talk you through this because that's when you're in, uh, getting into some deeper negative states and you might do something that is uh you may regret. So just be aware that there are different kinds of boredom. You know, the thing about boredom is, as I've said before, it's, it's because you're understimulated or you're doing something repetitive. So if you're doing something, if you have a repetitive job or you're doing something that is repetitive, all you have to do is do a little thing different. Some people recommend wearing different colored underwear or using uh, wearing different colored socks or changing up your routine by 5 minutes here and there doing things like posting a different picture in your work area something that uh stimulates your mind or reading a new book or thinking up some new topic every day to talk about when you get home to your family or to talk about with your friends. You know, that's one of the good things about the Internet is that it's a great research tool. And when you're using it for positive things like research or information or to learn something new, that's good. If you're just using it for computer games or 
things that are ethically or morally wrong, that's bad. So use your computers in a positive way, in a, something to stimulate your mind, something to change up your day, even a little bit. If you're so stuck in your routine that you're eating the same thing every day, eat something else. Do something new. Go to a new restaurant or take a different path home from work or going from uh, home to work. Change up the routine. One of the things that I, I said before is turn off the electronics. Go for a walk. Listen, see what you listen to. See what you hear. See what you see. And then when you get back from your walk, write down all the different things that you've experienced. And, and what did it feel like? What colors did you see? What was the breeze doing? What did you smell? The more you can notice, the more you can be aware, to, aware of, the less you're going to be bored. Now, if you're in a state of boredom where you're just stuck and you don't know what to do, Here's a great meditation that you can do to get out of it. And that is sit quietly, get to yourself, get by yourself in a room and take a few deep breaths and just ask yourself, why am I bored? Take another couple of deep breaths and ask yourself, what does boredom feel like? Take some deep breaths and ask yourself, what shape is my boredom? Is it square? Is it a cube? Is it a sphere? Is it a cloud? What shape is my boredom? Take a few deep breaths and ask yourself, what color is my boredom? Relax even further. Take a few deep breaths. And notice if you can smell anything. And what is it that you're smelling? What odor does your boredom have? And then when you can visualize this, and you've taken a few more deep breaths, just ask yourself, where does this boredom come from? Try to remember the earliest time in your life where you were bored and you felt this way. And you may find that it was a time when you were in school and you were doing something that was totally uninterested or you were doing something that you didn't understand and it, you felt like the stupidest person in the classroom or you were at home and your parents were ignoring you 
and you felt like there was nothing to do, try to find that earliest memory where you felt bored. And then take that memory and surround it with golden light. Put a bubble around it and send it straight up into the sun and feel the sun burn away that memory and say to yourself, that is not me. I am not bored. I am simply resting. And let your mind relax. And when you're in this relaxed state, just ask yourself, what is the one thing that I would love to do? Without any limitations, without saying you can't do that, just ask the right side of your brain, what is the one thing that I would love to do that I haven't done? And you will get an answer. And so write that answer down on a piece of paper. Take a few deep breaths. Come back out of your meditation. And then start researching and planning and organizing and find out what it is that you can do to do that one thing that you want to do. And you will find that you are no longer bored because you have given yourself the gift of a dream. And when you have a dream, when you have something to look forward to, when you have something to plan for, when you have something to organize, you can transcend your boredom. And you can actually find how exciting and provocative and imaginative you are. And when you look at this boredom as a thing, rather than get stuck in a way you feel, and you can detach from this thing, and you can go into your inventor's mind, you can go into your uh, inspirational mind, you can go into your imagination. It's almost like flipping a switch. And you've gone from being bored to being creative. And you will be absolutely amazed how different your life will unfold. And just like I was saying about finding something new for your children to do, find something new for yourself to do. 
one of the great things that we can do is write a letter to yourself. And you might as well incorporate the opposite hand with this as well. Write everything that you want yourself to know about yourself with the idea that you're going to put this in a safe place and you're not going to look at it for 90 days. So take your piece of paper and your opposite hand and your pencil or pen and write yourself the most detailed, honest, gut-wrenching letter that you can write to yourself and let it all come out. Your frustrations, your regrets, your uh, dreams, what you wanted to be, what you are, what you want to change in your life. Just write a, a long, long letter to yourself. Put it in an envelope. Put it in a drawer. And don't open it for 90 days. Now, what's going to happen is that when 90 days goes by and you've done this meditation about finding what it is that you really want to do in life and you're planning for it, I can promise you that when you open this letter up in 90 days, it will almost be like a stranger had written this letter like somebody that you don't know, because your life will have changed so dramatically in those 90 days that you will hardly recognize what it is that you have written. Because that's how fast a shift in energy can change your life. And the shift of energy that I'm talking about is changing from being bored to being creative, from being bored to being energized, from being bored to have a purpose in life, from being bored to have a goal in life, from being bored to someone that's excited about the future. Because the boredom is many times the result of our memories of the past being projected into the future, and we feel like it's always going to be this way. There's no excitement. There's no imagination. We don't, we've forgotten that life changes so fast that sometimes it feels like it's standing still. I know that sounds counterintuitive, but that's the way that a lot of people feel their life is. And they have to step outside of themselves. They have to detach from their life in order to see how rapidly they're changing and growing. You know, one of the things that I was reading the other day is that people hit plateaus and they get bored because when we grow, everything is in cycles. And so there's always a rest period, and then there's a growth period, and then there's a rest period, and then there's a growth period. And we're so addicted to stimulation sometimes that we forget that when we plateau, we're just simply resting. And so if you're bored, you need to ask yourself the question, am I really resting now? Am I between growth periods? And what can I do to capitalize? What can I do to make myself enjoy and be relaxed and respect this period of rest? So here's another meditation I want you to uh, experiment with because when you're empty, it's almost like your brain is shut down anyway. 
or when you're bored, your brain is shut down anyway. So imagine that you're sitting in a chair and you're looking over the most beautiful landscape you've ever seen. You're on a veranda or a terrace looking down over whatever you choose. It could be the ocean. It could be meadows and pastures. It could be the forest. It could be mountains. And so when you're looking over this landscape, look at the colors. Take a deep breath and relax. And what you're doing is you're stimulating different parts of your brain. And by using this technique to look at things that, imagine things in your mind that are beautiful, that are relaxing, you're actually generating theta waves. And you can use these theta waves to get your brain going in the direction that it needs to be going so you won't be bored. So when you're looking out over this landscape, imagine that you are in charge of this. Everything you see, everything belongs to you. And notice how beautiful it is. And you didn't do anything. You were given this landscape in order to simply enjoy it. Just like your periods of rest and relaxation, you were given these periods to enjoy it without doing anything, without struggling, without getting up every morning and doing something. This is the art of being. Simply relax in this chair, look out over this beautiful landscape, and let your mind relax. And see how long you can stay in this place without your mind demanding attention and demanding stipulation. So here's one last meditation as you're sitting on this veranda looking over this beautiful landscape breathing deeply simply being not having to do anything looking out over the most beautiful landscape you've ever seen so take a deep breath And focus on the center of your chest, what is called the heart chakra. Bring all of your focus, bring all of your energy, all of your intuition, all of your imagination 
into your heart chakra and relax. Let go of any judgment. Let go of any criticism. Let go of any regrets. Let go of any desires. Let go of everything and just float. Float in your heart. And as you're floating, lower your shoulders. Deeper and deeper. Take a deep breath and lower your shoulders till you're totally relaxed. There's not a shred of tension in your body. You are now in your heart. Enjoy this feeling. This is how you are designed to feel all the time. Without the emotions, without the boredom, without your mind, you're relaxed, rejuvenated, stimulated. And then finally go to the very bottom of your heart, the deepest, lovely part of your heart. That is where you truly are. So this is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson. Thank you for listening, and we will be with you next week. Thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.